Do you have a library card? Do you know where it is? If you haven't visited the library, either in person or virtually, in the last few years, you'll be surprised at the resources available. Both the Cleveland and Cuyahoga Public Libraries are world-class institutions that we may take for granted or ignore because they're familiar and they've always been there. We drive by them every day. That's a real mistake. Steve Podash will tell you the same thing. As CEO of Overdrive, Steve deals with thousands of libraries around the world. And he knows that our local institutions are world-class. Overdrive is world-class, too, another hidden gem that you may not know about or that you forget about because it's local and familiar. That's a mistake, too. This episode of the Great Lakes Geek Show will introduce you to Overdrive or remind you that we have a leader in e-books and other digital content right here in Great Lakes Geek territory. Coming to you from the world-renowned Magnum Building on beautiful Payne Avenue in the heart of Cleveland, Ohio, it's the entrepreneur himself, Dan Hansen, bringing you the Great Lakes Geek Show. Today on the Great Lakes Geek Show, we're speaking with Steve Potash, the CEO of Overdrive. Steve, what's the 30-second elevator speech explanation for what Overdrive does? Overdrive is a digital media company that provides electronic download versions of tens of thousands of popular e-books, books you can download, read, or print from your computer, or read or take with you on handheld PDAs or phones, as well as, more recently, download audiobooks, music, and video audiobooks, music, and video that is available through online retail stores or at thousands of public libraries. Okay, how did you come up with the name Overdrive? Well, when we started the company, uh, which is now almost 20 years ago, we were developing word processing add-on software, and uh, we had a product that made your word processor generate documents and forms faster. We said we're shifting your word processing into Overdrive, and the name was uh, available, and uh, we're pretty happy with it. Okay, you know, one of the nice things about the digital age is that files in digital format are so easy to copy and transfer to devices, but of course there are ownership and licensing issues that, that fall under a broad heading called DRM, or Digital Rights Management. Can you explain DRM to us? Certainly. As we are a reseller and distributor for many of the leading publishers and authors in the world, they only allowed their books and the copyrighted materials to be available in the digital channels if there was some uh, application of copyright protection. What has evolved over the last 10 years is a combination of software, business models, and, and licensing permissions that as a whole, this whole ecosystem is known as digital rights management, or DRM. At, in, in our case, we actually uh, intake the books in open formats, open, let's say, PDF files or unprotected audio or video files, and then we apply a server-side encryption. And that encryption uh, protects the file against widespread you know, file sharing, P2P sharing and distribution. But for the legitimate customer or student or patron of a public library who downloads a book, they get a corresponding license or key that enables them to use the material as, as permitted. Okay, now, people are very security conscious lately, and rightly so. When a title expires, say they download something from the uh, library, and it, 
is it a race from their drive or just disabled somehow or what actually happens to your individual machine well what happens is nothing changes it's just a license may for example if you would download an ebook or audiobook from cleveland public library or from cuyahoga county public library the file gets delivered to the hard drive in an encrypted state but there's also an associated license at the end of the lending period which might typically be 21 days the file basically is unable to be opened so it doesn't change and it isn't deleted but when you try and open the title uh, the software will say uh, this title has expired and you are prompted then either to delete the file or if you haven't finished reading or listening to it you can go back to the library website and renew it which again doesn't require you to download the uh, the book file it just updates your license and gives you the uh, the new extended period so it doesn't really uh, change in any format it just the uh, associated free reader or player software is now unable to open the file um, past the uh, lending date. Okay, now do you have to be a techie to be able to access and play this content? I, I, I know about the OverDrive Media Council. Does that make it easier for people to, to go out and play? We've worked um, to engineer applications to kind of make all of this behind the scenes for the average uh, reader or listener. And I'm proud to say that from recent surveys of, let's say, download audiobooks, which have been very popular, um, in some markets, the, the most uh, prolific downloaders have been patrons 60 years and older. And I'm also proud to say that we engineered it to be easy to use for those uh, that really rely on, let's say, spoken word or books on tape format, such as the visually impaired or blind. And they are quite happy and, and uh, growing users of the download audio and ebook service. And f so uh, it really is designed to be um, select your title. Uh, one time, first time only, install the associated free software, and then click on the download link, and it basically downloads itself, opens up ready for reading or listening. Can they then copy that title to an MP3 player or burn to a CD? The audio material, um, that is set by the publishers, and I'm proud to say that the majority of our audiobook titles include uh, the right to transfer it to supported MP3 players, that can support the copyright protection. In this case, there's happened to be hundreds of inexpensive MP3 players that support .WMA, or protected WMA, which stands for Windows Media Audio. So devices from Philips, Dell, Rio, iRiver, Creative Labs, Toshiba, RCA, Philips, and many, many others uh, are available, as well as pocket PCs and many of the new smartphones. Um, permit you to transfer that copy-protected audiobook to your MP3 or portable player and then enjoy it on the, on the go. In addition, uh, many of our publishers have granted rights enabling the user to burn to standard audio CD and then listen in the car or in any other um, portable CD player as well. Now, it, it looks like there's three kinds of mediums here or, or formats. There's the ebook, which is text, and then there's digital audiobooks, and now even more and more video. How does someone view an ebook? Well, ebooks, the most typical experience we have is opening a PDF, Adobe Acrobat PDF file. And so that's the most popular ebook format. Ebooks are electronic versions of a print book. But you have the convenience of downloading it and opening it and carrying with uh, many, many of them on your portable computer, notebook, tablet, etc. 
also in the Adobe ebook format. Most of them support print. So if you're preparing for a test and you want to download a study guide or a sample SAT test, um, you have the print capabilities. We also carry an ebook format called Moby Pocket. And Moby Pocket is owned by Amazon, and it is primarily designed for reading on the screen. And there's a free Moby Reader for ebooks in that format for Windows based machines. But more importantly, Moby is uh, operating on almost every portable device that has a suitable screen for reading text. So Palm Pilots, Symbians, even Blackberries, and most of the new phones. Uh, give you the ability now to take uh, a dozen or so books with you in your pocket. You know, as listeners to the show know, I'm a big fan of audiobooks and, and downloading titles uh, from the library. It's just a fantastic uh, convenience and just a great resource. Do you find that people might be reluctant to buy a digital file than something they can hold in their hand? Well, I expect that this will never replace the need for physical products and the retail audiobook business and the uh, popularity of CD-ROMs and in some cases even cassettes in the public libraries is still strong. Um, this is actually reaching out to whole new communities of users and listeners. Um, for those folks that aren't as accustomed or, or to uh, visit their local library now or their day, uh, their day schedule or travel doesn't permit them the convenience of getting during normal uh, hours, now, 24 hours a day, whether they're sitting in their hotel room or at a Starbucks, uh, have the convenience on demand to go visit uh, either online retail or, or lending libraries and take advantage of these materials. So the convenience is actually creating uh, tremendous uh, awareness for many, many new listeners who uh, are adopting to the format, and uh, it's complementing the, the strong interest in audiobooks to begin with. Tell us a little about Digipalooza. Well, um, Digipalooza is going to be uh, Overdrive's first national user group meeting held in Cleveland late uh, July, the end of July, and it's specifically for our library uh, partners. Uh, Overdrive over the last three years has successfully um, um, installed and partnered with now almost 3,000 libraries here and abroad, U.S. and abroad, and we're now inviting librarians from all over the market, the U.S., and we already have confirmed Canadians attending, to spend a weekend sharing their experiences, looking at the new devices for mobile uh, um, digital media, and uh, hearing presentations from the OverDrive product team on some new bells and whistles that are coming into the platform, and as well as new suppliers of of exciting content, both ebook, audiobook, music, and now download movies and films. Um, what's in the pipeline for them? And how has Cleveland been for Overdrive? Do you find enough talent and resources? And what do we need here to thrive and exploit the potential of innovative companies like Overdrive? Well, I've always, I'm born and raised and uh, proud uh, um, of my hometown, and it's been a very strong. Um, environment and climate for us to build our company. We have all of the um, infrastructure and access to the major U.S. markets and conveniences. Um, we regularly are recruiting candidates from the area, Northeast Ohio, as well as Akron and Kent um, schools. And uh, it's been uh, just, a, just a fine environment to build the company. Uh, and uh, uh, delighted to be uh, 
publishers and now film studios and technology platforms such as Adobe and Microsoft and and uh, manufacturers are regularly visiting us in Cleveland uh, because of the um, the hub of digital media activity our company represents now. We provide digital media distribution services now for about 500 uh, domestic and foreign publishers and audio producers and now even uh, film and TV studios. So it's been a great environment. We're proud to be here. And finally, for our listeners who want to get their feet wet and jump into this, what do you recommend the, the, the first steps? Should they go to their library site or the Overdrive site or just to try a, a title? Sure. I would recommend that all of your listeners um, uh, make certain they have handy access to either their Cleveland Public Library card or their library card from one of the Cuyahoga County Public Library branches, or they also have access through any of what are known as the Clevenet libraries that extend to many of the uh, suburbs east and west. As long as you have a library card, a, a PC, and an internet connection, you're good to go. There are thousands of bestsellers, self-help, entertainment products that are available at no charge, 24-7, and each month we're finding hundreds of new patrons are just going to get library cards so they can take advantage of this free and convenient service. Get your library card open and point your web browser to either www.cpl.org and follow the links to ebooks or e-audio or similarly to www.cuyahogalibrary.org. And both of those will get you... Uh, uh, pointed into a variety of digital media collections that I think uh, uh, there's something there for everyone. And listeners, I have to concur. If you're savvy enough to listen to this podcast, you can certainly get involved in this uh, audio revolution, digital revolution. It's really a, an outstanding resource we have right here. Yes. Uh, the Cleveland libraries, specifically Cleveland Public and the Cuyahoga County Public Libraries, are recognized worldwide as some of the most uh, progressive, innovative market leaders. I mean, not domestically, worldwide. Um, we have always seen uh, national recognition for these two libraries and their leadership, uh, Dr. Andrew Venerable and uh, uh, Sari Feldman, their respective executive directors, are, are, are some of the uh, most well-respected um, public librarians in the nation. And we're just very, that's another reason Overdrive was so fortunate to focus in the space, because we're sitting in, um, Ohio is one of the best funded, has traditionally been one of the best funded uh, markets for public library and, and, and use of innovation. And these two institutions have um, regularly received numerous re awards and recognition for um, a variety of programs and uh, bringing access to information and, and education to the community. So uh, that's one of the greatest assets that we have in Northeast Ohio, and it's sometimes overlooked by folks that have born and raised and lived here and passed by uh, these great institutions, not realizing uh, what's going on uh, inside those buildings. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty remarkable. Right. So dust off those library cards and, and get started in this incredible resource. Today in the Great Lakes Geek Show, we've been speaking with Steve Podash, the CEO of Overdrive. Thanks, Steve. Pleasure, Dan. Thank you. You've been listening to the Great Lakes Geek Show. Come back soon at www.greatlakesgeek.com.